What you cooking, Mom? What? <laughs> 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 fucking cut. Now I'm gonna you go buy. No, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna go purchase one. That's the problem. This this ain't for me. I was like, you know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine, okay. right? All praises to the Most High. Hi, how are you? I am Doc Holiday. Welcome to another episode of the Doc Holiday Show. I am here today with my man, Doctor Sherman S. Brown, Doctor Brown, what's happening, brother? What's up, what's up, man? You right? How you doing, man? Man, better than I deserve once I think about it. Hey, first of all, you're a doctor. What kind of doctor are you, bro? You you got a doctorate? You ain't no, you ain't not a medical doctor. When I got it, man, when I got my doctoral degree in Atlanta, I was sitting at this restaurant, and they said, man, they hiring people over there, man. They make a lot of money for a doctor. See, you better not put me over there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, man, but for real though, Doctor Sherman Brown, man, not only you, you. you Got the roofing company contracting. Mm -hmm. You tell the folks, man, what what? Cause you got a lot going on, bro. You got just big brain, man. Just a lot of stuff going on right there. Yeah, man, I just do whatever it takes whenever you do it, though. But whatever I do, I want to be humble with it, and it takes a team to get it done, right? So uh, whatever God give me, I put it together and try to make it work. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Keep going. But it's all about doing it, though. Yeah. yeah. And right now, the name of your contract, Q three contractors. Yeah. What what went behind you choosing to do that? Uh, I had a mortgage company for like 20 years, loan officer, the market crash. So the market crash, you know, uh, everybody was in that industry. Some people went to Texas. Everybody like scattered out, right, trying to figure out a way to make money. So I always did investment properties. You know what I mean? So the demand was there for roofing. So I put one roof on. We did it in one day. Can I do, can I do 30 a month? I did 30 a month and kept moving with it just like that. Well, I mean, did you already know how to do roofing, man? Or did you just teach yourself and went to school? I mean, because something had to click in you like, okay, I want to go into roofing. Because everybody just don't say I want to go into roofing. So, mm. Well, man, really the God answer is uh, I did not grow up doing roofing. Uh, I'll praise. I got, I, I got to be real with it, right? Um, but I had got a team that specializes. Yes, in sir. It. Yes, sir. Uh, I understand that, you know, if I can figure out a way to create a company. Yeah. And grab some employees that's good in that field and make it work. That's what and I'm maximize that. Yeah. But not, I mean, just, but it makes, like I said, man, a lot of people want to start their own business. They they say they want to be an entrepreneur, but they really don't know how to even get that process started. And a lot of, a lot of us, you know, myself included, not even brave enough to even step out there and want to start their own business. What fears did you have or did you have any fears when you say, okay, I need to go out and be an entrepreneur because I'm t I don't know if you ever worked for anybody or not, but I'm tired of working for people. You know, what fears did you have? So it started when, you know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay. Right? It, my background is my grandma had 15 kids. Okay. My grandmother or our my bed was a coffee table. Wow. The rats got my food before I got it. It started from that. Wow. So um, I met a friend. We became best friends and playing with a gun I got shot in the mouth with a gun and when I was on a doctor's bed I said God it's not my fault that my mom and dad was addicted to crack it's not my fault that my uh, grandma got 15 kids right I'm your child yeah why I can't be straight why yeah. he said if I can save from the gunshot there was proof that I could save from anything else wow now where you from what, where's your hometown uh, I was born in South Memphis okay so you are oh, you from the M? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. What part of South Memphis? Because well, my, my people grew up on Perry Road. Well, my classmate man was Gangsta Black. Okay. Uh, fly. 
Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, I got you. The real South Memphis yeah. guys. Here. I, I, but, but going back to that story, though, man, because, you know, I didn't even know that about you, man. Just mm. coming from those backgrounds, because there's a lot of people who come from backgrounds where it seemed like they think they don't have any hope. Mm. You know, it seemed like you may have been in a situation like that, but you always had hope. Mm-hmm. In your heart and in your mind, and mm. you know you can make it up out of this situation. Right, 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 right. I think you know it goes with faith part, right? And I think most people fail because some people are too educated, right? And if it's not in the book, they haven't read it. Yeah. It can't be done. So if we can really put that to the side and just do all that we can see, if we do like if you're going down the road right now, right? If you're going to say if you're on Poplar and Highland, you go on to Ruth Chris. You can't see Ruth Chris from Poplar and Highland, mm-hmm. but you can see maybe Chick Fil A, or you may can see you know another street that you familiar with. Get there, and then you see farther. Sometimes we don't jump because we don't see the whole picture. Yeah. And in my life, I never saw the whole picture. Right, I just know that I'm God's child. He loves me like He loves everybody else, and we prayed. Our answers I already prayed for this day. Why well, I'm still scared about making that move. Yeah. I always go back and get a job. You know what I mean? I always can start yeah. over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so and then like if God said we the head not the tail, above not beneath, and the lender not a borrower, and I gotta work a whole week to eat a good meal with me and my family. I think something wrong with that. It don't make much sense though. You're I, right. I, it, but Tell me, because I, I don't want to just skirt over the fact that you got, you know, you got shot in the mouth, man. You know, because I know when I'm young, even when I was old, I, you know, you done, you do stupid, reckless things, man. You know, how did you recover from that? And, you know, was it you, your friend playing with it? You know what I'm saying? How did you come back from that? Because that's got to be uh, an absolutely scary situation. We still best friends. Gotcha. We still best friends. And uh, what happened was we was actually playing with a gun, smoking marijuana. And went over to this girl house, she had a gun and was playing through the house and I got in the bathroom and shut the door. And after I shut the door in about 15, 20 seconds, I thought it was gone. I peeped the door open, right? He was right there. And writing the book, all these years, right, I thought he pulled the trigger. I really thought he pulled the trigger, but he didn't. He put the gun together and touched the side of it. Hair trigger. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's probably, you know, I mean, because we're going to get to the book, The Bullet in Me. Mm-hmm. Great, great title. I guess that goes with your life. But mm-hmm. now, even your, your your younger years, high school, because we talked a little bit about you. I don't even think you you didn't graduate and get your diploma, right? You went, you went another route, right? Yeah, I dropped out, man, because I was tired of being checked with the same clothes over and over again. Uh, I could get my hair cut. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was, I guess you call it bullying. It wasn't like I was shaking. Yeah, I'm yeah. a gangster. Yeah, I, I said I got you. But but they made they made they, they ran you out to school though. I, I got you. I got you, Doctor Brown. I got you, Doctor Brown. I got you, Doctor Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just, you know what I'm saying. I was discouraged. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I, I thought school was a place you go and get a relief from home and learn and come back and get encouraged and say, "Ooh, I learned this." But if I didn't have all the tools I need while I'm in school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can't feel right, you know what I mean? Because I was a young kid, right? Yeah. I made it like a little girl, but I can't talk to her because you know my holes in my shoe. I got to put yeah. my shoes under the desk. I got you. You know what I mean? That's real. Yeah. Uh, no. Nah, so going from not graduating high school, getting your GED, then right? Of course. No. Nah. No GED. You know, I, I, you know, I don't talk against education. 
Yeah. Everybody I'm with needs you. that. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Please, please. But uh, I didn't get it for a reason. Mm-hmm. And the reason, with my reason, right, is to for God actually, similar to the voice of if I can save from the gunshot, I can save from anything else. I went to Mexico school sitting there for the GED. Yeah. And um, I heard a voice say, man, you don't need that. And I guess the reason why, and I can go ace it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's, yeah I got And you, the man. reason why, because God want me to let me know first, right, that he can do it all by himself. Yeah. That's deep. I'm, But still, from, okay, from, those beginnings, two crackhead parents, you know, 15, you, grandma got 15 kids. Mm-hmm. You know, not having much. He was having to drop out of school, shot in the mouth, mm-hmm. all kinds of challenges. Probably a lot of times didn't have, like you said, the rats were eating before you ate. Mm-hmm. Holes in your shoes if you had any shoes at all. Mm-hmm. Run down clothes uh, socially pretty much by yourself because I guess you didn't have no girlfriends, probably didn't have many friends, but. You didn't. My, 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 I had a girlfriend that broke. Like, I wasn't just. I'm, I'm just I wasn't, okay, I you nah. made it sound like I mean, you had I mean, nobody I mean, at all. They'll, they'll, they'll hit me on the people though. You know. What <laughs> what I, mean? yeah, I got you, bro. I got you. I got you. I got you, bro. I like that. But hitting you on the people stuff. You had. Yeah, you said you had no money, so you got. You had to have a quarter to, to call back then, bro. My, I sold drugs a little bit. Okay. Right? Uh, okay. But I was a shaky gangster. I, I got you. Okay. I wasn't selling a lot. I was getting enough just to get by. I got you. Okay. So that, that's a whole another story. But yeah, from yeah. those beginnings, mm-hmm. everything you went through, everything you had. To overcome, bring us to now because now, as I said, man, you're a business owner, mm-hmm. very successful contracting business, mm-hmm. roofing, author, the bullet in me. We're gonna talk about that before we wrap it up. From there to where you are now, mm-hmm. how did you get there? As far as your mindset is concerned, because there's a lot of people who are going through things. And I like to say this all the time: all of us have a story, man. You all people are not on, y'all not in there by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, they see me on TV not knowing. I just struggled and been fired and did all kinds of things, man, and had to pick myself up. So from you, from being there and where you are now mentally, how did you get here? Man, just not, you know, knowing that I'm a filthy rag, right? That's number one, right? And really for me, if I would have died with the gunshot, I would not have experienced anything else after that. You follow me? Nothing else after that I wouldn't experience, right? So even if I go through something, I'm hurt, but I ain't real hurt because I'm alive. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, and people think it's easy. Now, you cannot get successful on the interstate. You got to go the wrong route. There ain't no shortcuts to it. You got to go no. through it, right? So, just going through that and understanding that if I want the six-pack, I got to sweat. So, in business, if I want to be successful, I got to have some losses. Got to have some losses. Got to have some sacrifice. And got to put some hours in. Um, but the mindset was just determination. You know, uh, every little bit count. And throughout these years of 20 years, right, having clocked in in 20 years, it's been a interesting road, uh, a, a road that I never trade for anything else, right, and I'm grateful for it. You know, and I just, it's like I'm at, it's like almost like I'm at the beginning. Yeah. You know, because most, I guess my opinion, you got your Michael Jordans, right? These guys mm-hmm. will get into business probably when they retire. So if they start basketball at 18 and at 35, whatever, right, they get into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it since I was 20. You know, so now it's like I've been in it so long, now I believe God going to take it to the next level because yeah. I've learned and lost and understood and, 
you got misunderstood, and you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. it's, like, it's a combination of yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But talking about lost, because you and I were talking before we started uh, started recording here, man. Uh, what you went through last year when the COVID hit? Yeah. Talk about that, man, because that's a that's a heck of a situation. Not only to go through, to admit as a grown man, because we don't like to admit, you know, right. when things hurt us, but just. Tell the people about those situations because, you know, talk about how successful your business was and mm-hmm. the hits you took, right. you know, the hits that you took. Right, right. So, like, in Memphis, right, you No, know, not all over the world at all, right, but just in Memphis, a lot of people who got roofing companies, they learn from me directly or indirectly. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's real talk. But in the midst of me starting a roofing company, I didn't really know what I was doing, right? I was just pushing the business. I said, let's get this team. We all can get it, right? Because we all got stories. We yeah. all, you know, want to do something for our family. We all need to be the hero, right? So uh, with me having a helpful spirit, because like I, in mortgages, right? When I first started doing mortgage, let me back up a little bit. And I said, I was at a job called Fleming Foods. And I worked this job 18 hours. I was getting paid $18 an hour for 40 hours a day. And... I was like, God, how could this man who owned this warehouse go jet skiing when he wanted to? How could he go to the mall on a Tuesday? We only went on Fridays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. When you got paid. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Monday, we broke, right? Yeah. And how could these things happen and I can't do it? He said, if I can save from the gunshot, that's proof I can save from anything else. So I got me two suits from Sammy's. It took me a month to get them out the layaway. White suit and black suit. I switched them up, made them two suits, ten suits, right? Yeah. So as I was pushing that, um, and then I started succeeding, I forgot your question. No, just telling me where, where, from where you were to where you are now and the loss you took last. Remember we were talking about yeah, the yeah, loss? Yeah, you so, took. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so jumped up to me getting into the roofing business, and I've hired a lot of folks, and um, the book got released, and now I'm going out politicking to get more commercial deals, right, to take get up to another level, and as I go, my company wouldn't be as productive as it should have been. You feel what I'm saying? You weren't you, you, you really giving it that that direct oversight. You was trying to trust it to other people correctly. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to really trust it. And team. they weren't doing shit? I won't say that. Okay. All you know right. what I mean? Because they did enough for them. I got you. Okay. All right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did enough for them. They probably didn't know. I guess I failed by not giving the ultimate vision. Got you. You know what I mean? I got you. Because sometimes I don't know the vision, right? I'm first generation. I'm just trusting my spirit, knowing that I'm doing things in line, and I'm looking out for the whole team, and the whole team can really feel because the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The proof is in the pudding, so let me keep on going, and they'll understand it, and we'll move together. But I never sat down and said, this is where I'm going to go, because I didn't know I was going to go. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. But as I move and try to get into other areas – the company wasn't as productive as need be. And so the company hit a deficit and I lost like a lot of money. So me losing that money, it took a lot out of me. It took some things out of my body, my mind and my spirit, right? That I needed to succeed. So I was like depressed. So as I'm depressed and I'm like, man, what's going on? You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I know that I'm doing what's right. Yeah. I've been there. Been I'm there. trying to really help the team. Um, you know, it ain't just about me. It's about the whole team, yeah. right? But um, I realized, man, that every minister, because I was the 
pastor of my company. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, pastor. You're on, yeah. on the pastor of yeah, my company, pastor. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my sales guys was actually the ministers, right? So in some, I asked a couple people this right here. What's the minister ultimate goal? And some people say the minister's ultimate goal is to uh, help save the souls. The minister's ultimate goal is to help the congregation, right? But in my spirit, the minister's ultimate goal is to be the pastor. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what I think I ran to is people that was actually leaders. Maybe I didn't believe in myself that I can be a big company because that's why most churches start other churches because maybe the pastor doesn't rise up. Yeah. Maybe I didn't rise up. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I had the evidence in me to make me feel like I'm not worthy to because of where I came from. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't really believe. I believed in myself, but didn't really believe that God can really do it. You know, it makes any sense? Yeah, and I know exactly what you mean because in what you were saying, though, is that you hit that, you know, you hit that point, you lose a lot of money, and, you know, we talked about it. You said you you not only – you know, you was crying. You was you was crying them them, them snot bubbles. You know what I'm man, saying? Yeah. And, and you know, really kind of lost confidence in yourself. Yeah, I did, man. So, I was going to work one to the office one day, and so happened when I pulled over, it was right, probably about a quarter mile from where I got shot. I pulled over and started crying and like snot out my nose, crying like. Yeah. We, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like a little bean. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Hey, man, it's cool though. Hey, like, you know, like grown men too, yeah, though. You know we hurt, we cried silently. Yeah, yeah for real. By ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Cool. And so I did that, man. And when I did that, uh, God gave me three scenarios, right? The first one was don't look back because they ain't nothing but discouraging back there. Mm -hmm. And also related that to Lot White turns to a pill of salt. Don't look down, right? And it's like, Peter, I'll drown because if I get off track, I won't keep going. That was the first one. The second was, in life, you got two flowers, a positive flower and a negative flower. Or in the battery, you got a positive and a negative, right? If you feed the negative, you'll never get nowhere, right? You got to feed the positive. And how you feed that flower is how you think, how you act. You know, like even on my Facebook page, right? I didn't go and say nothing negative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? With no need to. No need to, yeah. right? And then the third one was, what would, be my, what would be my motivating factor? What would I use? Now, if I'm not looking back or, or back or down, and I'm feeding the positive, okay, I had one more thing, motivation, right, to get going. It was like, what do I use? Do I use what we use? Oh, he hating on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? He want me to shine. Yeah. You know what I mean? He yeah. want my spot. Do we use that? I said, if I use that, that's temporary. Because if I'm using you, is my motivation in the lack of what you have and the lack of what I have, if I accomplish that, I ain't motivated no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I ain't use that. So let me use love. That way I'd be motivated forever because I'm supposed to love forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I did. Outstanding. So now they take us to the point where the bullet in me. Mm -hmm. Tell us about it, man. Turning pain into power. I think we've discussed some of it, but. What's this book about, man? You know, what is your life story? Because I, I'm looking at you got the book, you got the workbook. I mean, it, it's a man. I'm looking, I haven't read it yet, but I'm looking forward to reading it. I'm going to read it. Just tell me about the bullet in me. So now, uh, I have an adult version and also a kid's version. What I saw ass in this one. This must be the adult version. version. What's in the bottom right there? Uh, what is that? Oh, adult content. Yeah, adult content. Adult yeah. 
content. Right, can right, you see? Right. Can you see that cash? Cash Miguel, you got <laughs> adult content. Okay, you tell me about the bullet in me. So what that is, man? Now that book was not a book that was just put the words and got done right then. It took about thirteen years to write it, yeah. and I uh, had several ghostwriters, right? Because I wanted to be intense, and one they interviewed. That's how I know they pulled the gun trick, both the, I mean her trigger, because when she was interviewing them, this guy band didn't let none of his kids touch a water gun. A BB gun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it hurt yeah. him that bad. Yeah, you follow me. So the book talks about a young kid from Memphis, Tennessee, who uh, grew up in poverty, who gets shot in the mouth, who been through a lot, but the book really represents love. On your ass with a hot piece of lead in your damn mouth. Now you're trying to feel sorry for yourself. Now ain't that some? Oh, you know what I'm talking about? That is adult content. My God, what I'm talking about, man. But for real, I mean, you know, but because just listening to you, man, I, I I hear you know the powerful testimony you have, and I salute you for even, you know, salute. I mean, you know, telling your testimony because a lot of grown men, man, we don't want to admit when we've been broken, we've been depressed, we've cried, you know what I'm saying? We've lost a little confidence. But not only for you to say it, but to put it put it, you know, on paper where it's gonna, you know, it, mm. on a book where it's gonna live forever. Now. Uh, with this book, where can people find the book? They can go to my website or call me like Mike Jones, 901 314 5295. That's it. <laughs> well, Amazon. Go to Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. with the doctrine, man, but also, too, like a lot of men, we, the reason why we hold it in uh, is because we don't know what the outcome will be, but it really is a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. Like Monique, right? The comedian, Eminem. Eight miles when he rapped against that guy and said his background, the guy didn't have no more ammunition out there. Yeah, Monique would get on the stage. So I know I'm fat. Yeah, got no ammunition about that, right? You, dis you disarm him. You disarm yeah, that. Yeah, you, di yeah, you disarm him. If yeah. we do that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, come on. The enemy has nothing else, right? So now you can really do what you do. Well, I tell him right now, I like to fight. I'm gonna fight you. So what else you got? What else you got? See, I, you see what I'm saying? I just admitted my that's that's my weakness. You know what I'm saying? saying? Bullet, man. My anger. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I ain't no bullet, bro. Don't, hey, don't say that, man. Cause I been hey, my wife be calling me a bully, man. Yeah, people been calling me by like I ain't a bully, man. I don't think of Cause even Cass's brother Quinn be like, I you see you at Fairly, man. I just go to the other side of the hall, man. Don't say that, Sherman. Hey, but for real though, man, honestly, I had I had even before we started, man, like turbo. This chapter nine, I just want to, I just open up because I'm one of those when the most I lead me somewhere, so I'm opening up the book wherever it is. Okay. A visit from Turbo. Mm -hmm. What's that about, bro? Read it a little bit. Don't give it to him. You're reading. Okay, one day, man. They can't hear you, man. They can't hear none of that, man. One day I got a visit from a homie who I'd seen in ages. I was sitting in my room eating red jello and listening to Tupac. Red jello? You know about Tupac? What about Tupac? You like Tupac? I get around. No, I don't like Tupac, bro. I used to. That was my minister. Tupac? Yeah. But this is Harry Dix. Okay, Harry Dixon. <laughs> Harry Dixon walked in. Turbo. What's up, dog? Big ass Kool-Aid smile. That's a check right there, bro. Now, I'm going to read this. Gonna read this. That's a check. You check. You just said you didn't check, folks, bro. You check. <laughs> Big ass Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid! Big ass Kool-Aid smile. I got No, I like this, though. But for real, so Amazon, you can get it. Amazon. So you're an author, man. Yeah. Doctor. Yeah. Amazing story, man. Mm -hmm. Business owner. Mm -hmm. And yet you still expanding, man. Because, I mean, just talking to you, bro, I mean, your energy, man, is, is I'm one of those, I'm all about energy, genuine people, man. It's a lot of married, faith. I was married and divorced, too, one time. I got married. Really? Yeah. Are you married again? Yeah. You got kids? Yeah. How's your oldest? 
yeah, yeah, in front. He fifteen. Oh, that's one out there hooping. He was, the ball went over the goal. Yeah, it's no, like, no, he in the goal. He was hooping. Oh, he was in that hooping against it was it was two young. It's two young Royals in there though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, slim right. cat. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, so divorce, married again. So all kinds of life ch- challenges and changes, but you're still here though. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like even like getting married now, I said I never fall in love again. You said that before you got married, or you saying it now? Cause uh, before I got married, okay. But you in love. But you are in love, though, right? I want you. To, I'm gonna give you time to clean that. You know? We walked in it. Okay, all right. But you in love, though, right? We walked in love. Okay. But you in love. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, that's yeah, all I'm. Yeah, yeah, you in love. I'm trying yeah. to help you out, yeah, dog. Okay. We talk about it all the time, right? Most, okay. most people get in love, they fall. I got you. Oh, you walked in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I like. Yeah. But see, like, hell, if y'all fall together in the same, that, that's that's last time. That's a lot. That's some good stuff happening. You yeah. fall together. I did that at first. I got a boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, brother. I got you. I got you, Doctor Brown. But I'm just saying, I'm giving you a chance. I like that though. We walked into love, but yeah. hey, man, outstanding conversation. Anything else you want to add, man? Before we wrap this thing up, man, because I, I, I appreciate you and I salute you for being so open, brother. Because mm-hmm. everybody not open like this. And like I said, man, this show, man, is laid back. It's mm-hmm. comfortable. It's about conversation. Mm-hmm. As people see, we, we unscripted, bro. Yeah, ain't, yeah. ain't no books. Ain't no notes or nothing. Right, man. Right, we right. just chopping it up. Right, so anything. Right, right. You know, you think the people need to hear? Man, just keep going. Man, just keep going, man, and knowing that uh, it's our half. You know, like, I think, um, you know, life, like, I'm going to say a few things, say game, right? Yeah. Basketball. Game. Football. Game. Soccer. Game. Life. Game. We just got to win. Yes, sir. My guy. Yeah. Dr. Sherman S. Hold on, man. What the S stand for, bro? Because you got it in there, so you want people to know about it. Some of them Now, I'm going to call you son. You're going to be ready to fight a cat. Sunville. Okay. Yeah. All right. But why, why you put that? Because it's, it's distinctive. That's why, that's, a lot, yeah. that's, that's why a lot of people use their let's, – let's call it – that's why a lot of people use their middle initial, bro, because it it's distinctive. So it just – but you didn't put the doctor in there, though. Dr. Sherman. I want a doctor in. Yeah. Okay. Right. I got you. But So, Dr. Sherman S. Brown, yeah. business owner, soldier, warrior, snot, crying, I'm come no through one. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Author, <laughs> all those things. But, you know, most importantly, good dude, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you, man. That's going to do it for this episode of the Doc Holiday Show. As you, as I always say, this show is all about uplifting black men, black women, black teen, black kid, black Royal, so thank you all for tuning in. Hopefully, you all will come back and tune in next week because we're going to give you more of this positivity, this black positivity, this black royalty. Until next week, I'm gone. I think, yeah, I'm out. Cassius, you hitting the button. ISF Productions. Right. <laughs> what you cooking?